Well, I can tell the story of when uh, I went to the Rolling Stones shows with, um, no, it wasn't Rolling Stones? Was it the Rolling Stones? Let me see their faces. Because I never remember if it was the Rolling Stones or the Hot Chili Peppers. I think Rolling Stones. Wait, you saw the Chili Peppers too? No, I think it was just the Rolling Stones. Oh, I don't okay. remember which one it was. Oh. Yeah, it was the Rolling Stones. I okay. remember this guy. Nice. He was looking fabulous. <laughs> Anyways. Who, Big um, Jagger? Yeah. Of course. He had this uh, blue um, like suit jacket on. It was like a purplish blue yeah. with so many sparkles on mm-hmm. and like his normal like attire like like this weird scarf and everything right and he took it off and he was like going on the front of the stage and i was right in the front and i have listened to the rolling stones but never like that much before right but then my mom my mom's birthday is on the march march 2nd and that happened to be the same day that they were going to go to my city. Yeah. So my mom was like, I want to go there for my birthday. Like we and have to go. We have to go. Yeah. And then my dad was like, okay, I'll buy tickets and that's going to be your, your birthday thing. And I'm going to like, okay, um, we it's a really big show. And I guess know how that works. And they were like, how? And I was like, basically, you need to get in line mm-hmm. on the internet to buy the tickets right so yeah. we were like okay we're gonna do that and we did that on the midnight when the tickets were gonna be open to sell mm-hmm. and that was like six months i think prior yeah. to the show so okay we did that and uh i remember that i remember really well sitting on the computer we were sitting on the computer the family room computer yeah and i was there with the on the line my mom was here on my ear he was like mm-hmm. can you get the tickets yet can you get the tickets yet and i was like mom calm down we're still in line <laughs> and okay got our time to take the ticket i selected my dad was like you're going too so get three tickets and i was like okay okay so yeah. i got three tickets and then we got it and i remember that we didn't have an account on the website so yet had to make an account so we had to everything? make an account and we only Ooh. had 15 minutes we only had 15 minutes to buy the tickets yeah so my parents were like Julia, why didn't you have an account yet? And I'm like, because I never used this website before. So that was really fun. We did an account. Yeah. We got the tickets. And we yeah. got front row tickets. Ooh. Technically not front row, but just like, like no, the area. In the pit. Like the in, pit. Yeah. Yes, I, I knew you guys call it the pit. Mm-hmm. So basically, we were in the pit. And I remember that we went. And I was wearing this red flannel. I didn't have any shirts from them. Yeah. So I just put this red flannel on because I'm like... I'm gonna look cool, and then my mo- my parents right. were also wearing some kind of red with it, so we were yeah. all like kind of matching. Mm-hmm. And then we went, and I never saw my mom so excited to go in a show before. I love that she was so excited. She looked like she was 25. My mom is a 51 year old woman currently, <laughs> and this was a couple of years ago. Yeah, like she was so excited. She looked so young, and then we went, and we were there, and they were like, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I remember that my mom wanted to see better. And my mom is this tiny woman. She is smaller than me. And I'm a (laughs) 5'4". So can you imagine that? And then my dad put her on his shoulders. Not like just on his back. On his his shoulders. shoulders. And she could see. And she was like screaming. And like singing along. And I was just there. Just like wow i okay i have no idea who these people are I have no idea who they are i'm here on my own and then right around the same time this guy was behind me he was so drunk he was holding a huge cup of beer and he went just a little bit farther with the music and the whole beer slashed against my back and i had to throw that flannel away because it was stinky and gross 
and Oof. it was so bad. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> But the show was so fun. Like I at the mo at the time I I don't really listen that much to Rolling Stones mm -hmm. if it's not like on the radio. Right. But or with my parents, so I didn't really know any of the musics. But I had so much fun that I felt like I was their fan for years. It was yeah. just so much fun. The Rolling Stones have that effect on people. Mm -hmm. They, I I think they're audience participation is so so good it is very good yeah that's why they're still like 75 76 year old and still going at it mm -hmm. yeah. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Soundtracks of Our Lives. My name is Rylan Mortens, if you don't know that by now. And today, I have a special guest. Her name is Julia Dallo. Hello, everybody. How do you feel? Episode four. I feel great. I'm really excited. Good stuff. Good stuff. So before we start, I know you, but give the people a little introduction to yourself. Okay, so hi, people. So as you know, my name is Julia. Um, you probably don't know this, but I'm actually Brazilian. I have lived in Brazil. I was born in Brazil, and I'm here in the United States for college currently. Currently, I'm studying acting and voiceover at Columbia College Chicago. Um, curiosity about me: I'm actually also Italian. Yes, I do have an Italian citizenship. Yes, I do have the red passport. So yes, I'm full-blooded Italian. <laughs> For those who are wondering, um, I really like music. Music is something that both American music and Brazilian music have shaped me a lot. I never knew really how to play any instruments as I was young. I learned how to play the violin and some weird stuff in the piano, yeah. but that's about it. But listening to music was always something that shaped me a lot. Very cool. And then, yeah, Julie and I met literally one of the first few days like right after I moved in we just got together this whole big group and the rest is history we were just <laughs> true yeah we've been friends for what almost two years now it's gonna be two years since I'm in the US so yeah, yeah. it's insane so perfect so this is the soundtracks of our lives and before we get into everything or at least our first part I'm gonna have you set the scene So, you know, take me back in time, paint a picture, tell us what was going on, you know, in Brazil, mm -hmm. take it back to your, like your earliest memories of music and all that kind of stuff. Well, one of my earliest memories of music yeah. is something that I don't really listen to much anymore. I actually don't really, mm -hmm. but it's something that always takes me back. It's yeah. this band in Brazil. Um, I believe they're called uh, Nenhum de Nós, and that means 
no one of us, I believe. Okay. And I, at least that's what I believe it's their name. And I used to listen to that music, to their music in the radio with my parents. And mm. there was this one music. I don't remember the name of the music. I don't remember how it goes. But I remember that when I was five year old or nine year old, until I was like nine, we would yeah. listen to the same record and I would ask my parents to put it back, put it back again, please put it again. And I would sing all the lyrics and that song was so encrypted in my mind that yeah. even if I don't remember still the lyrics or the name of the song, I remember when that it existed. When it comes it on, you'll be like... If it comes on, I will recognize it. Yeah. Sometimes my parents put it in the radio as a joke mm -hmm. and I immediately am like, oh my God, I remember this song and they make fun of me because I, I love always that. loved that song as a kid. Yeah. And... I don't know, that, that song is one of my earliest memories of music, even before like Disney or anything else. Disney mm -hmm. is something that shaped me a lot too because I love Disney oh, and I their know. music. Yeah. But that music, that specific song, mm -hmm. that's something that is like, if you ask me the first song that I ever listened to, I could easily answer that. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. And we talked about Disney too. I know that that's a huge part of you. A huge part of me and i know this firsthand the amount of times you've talked about like disney songs disney movies all that kind of stuff is overwhelming sometimes <laughs> i'm sorry no no don't apologize just, disney is something that since i was a kid i loved to listen to it i loved it even like not only songs but the soundtracks of some movies Absolutely. and not even sometimes specifically disney but Animation in general yeah. is something that shaped me a lot over the years because I always loved animation. One of the reasons why I'm doing voiceover now mm -hmm. is because I want to be one of those animated characters one day. Right. And, and like have the same effect. And have the same that, effect. You know, it had on you as a kid, right? Exactly. And all those musics that came from all those movies, even if they weren't sang or if they were music from other artists, mm -hmm. like in Tarzan, like it's not like Disney music that it was written for it, but um, yeah. it was other other people who wrote other it. Other people, a, Phil Collins wrote Phil, the score. Oh, sorry. It was yeah. Phil Collins who sang everything. And yeah. that is just like, it blows my mind yeah. because you even though it, yeah. it's not 100% Disney, it's still a 100% part of me. Right, absolutely. Yeah, you think about Tarzan, you know, what Phil Collins wrote the mm -hmm. music. Elton John wrote the music for Lion King. Oh my God, yes. And then like just a bunch of other... I like to like different things. I like to Ooh. think that there was a specific era on um, the animation world where they yeah. were getting outside people to do it, and right. not only the voice actors of the right. The actual and they were getting characters. like huge artists to mm -hmm. to do this stuff. I don't remember the name of the artist, but you know the movie Spirit, the one the horse. Yes. It has one of yes. the best soundtracks ever in both Portuguese <laughs> and English. I heard them both, and yeah. it's just so good. And it's like this. Um, big musician who does the music and everything. Yeah. It's just so good. Wow, that's so sick. So then what Disney soundtrack or um, score or whatever do you most relate to? Currently, the one that I most relate, I would say is the soundtrack from Coco. Yeah. The um, the one in everything is like in Spanish and right, mixed. Right. And even though like I don't really talk Spanish, I talk Portuguese. That's mm -hmm. the language I speak in Brazil. Right. I understand Spanish very well. Yeah. And I can talk a little bit. And all the talk that they have with about 
family and about like you should always follow your passion yeah. but never forget who your family is and never forget that your family is there for you yeah. it's something that really speaks big to me because mm -hmm. i'm only here in the u.s following my passion because my family was like you want to do it okay we're sending you to go and explore the world and yeah. don't look behind mm -hmm. always always remember us but don't look behind and absolutely that's me too yeah I, that we moved here you know five years ago almost and that was basically why we moved here my parents were like if you want to do this if you want to you know get into music get into audio and everything yeah and i know you want to go to you know college here and stuff mm -hmm. they were like yeah we'll do it yeah i was always very grateful for my family to be giving me this opportunity Absolutely. so i feel like the music from coco speaks a lot to me because it is a movie all about music and family yeah. and even though i'm not that into music in my career mm -hmm. i am into following your um, passion specifically yeah. in the arts mm -hmm. and also involving your family into it yeah so i feel like it was a movie that made me cry so many times <laughs> just by listening to what they were singing and what they were saying right and it's just something that speaks a lot to me love that and then in the past what was something what was a disney score soundtrack that you really you know felt like applied to your life or you related to mm, let me think i don't know i think what comes to my mind a lot because yeah. it was one of my favorite movies for such a long time yeah is the soundtrack of um the little mermaid okay the, yeah the song part of your world specifically I don't know, it speaks a lot to me because like over the years since I was growing up, I was always like wanting to explore so much and wanted to be part of so many things. When right. I started theater, there was a whole new world that I wanted to explore. Yeah. And when I discovered that I could do more things outside and, and get more degrees and get more training and everything, mm -hmm. it also spoke a lot to me because it's all about... I don't know. I know that the movie speaks a lot about a 16-year-old girl falling in love and getting married. Yeah. But I want just I like to think that it's much more. That is about a young girl Definitely. who sees something that like she wants to achieve and mm -hmm. against all odds she goes and she tries and she fails. Yes, she fails, but then she gets up and but continues she learns, on. And then, she learns. Yeah. And for a long time in my life as a kid, it was a lot about like you go, you try to make friends, they don't want to be with your friends. Mm -hmm. So you fall back you want to give up no you don't you get up and you start you try again and i did that a lot when yeah. i was a kid it's not about falling it's about how you get back up mm -hmm. absolutely and i feel like the little mermaid especially the soundtrack is about yes i hear everything that is good in my life currently but i want more and i know that mm -hmm. i failed and i know that i probably did some mistakes yeah but that didn't stop me right all right awesome so you know between talking about all the you know your brazilian background like from that kind of music to disney soundtracks and all that kind of stuff were there any influ other influences that kind of shaped your music taste today and like you know people family friends like places like growing up in brazil how much of that kind of music made its way you know into your life so we in brazil we listen to a lot of american music yeah. A lot of American artists are known all around the globe. Absolutely. So we end up listening to a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And something that really, really, like, affected me a lot when yeah. I was uh, a kid, like, growing up in the early 2000s, definitely was Avril Levin. 
Avril Lavigne. Yes. Avril Lavigne. I'm not sure how you pronounce Avril her Levine, name. Yeah. Avril Lavigne. That's how yeah, you guys yeah. pronounce her. Yeah. Anyways, I love her music. It's so weird because I always I would always listen to her. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I didn't really had like much CDs. I would listen to what I could on the radio or like on the MP3 and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Absolutely. Or on YouTube, I would like search for videos and watch them. Yeah. So now when I was like, oh my God, I really want to listen to Avery Levin, I got her albums and I discovered that I knew almost every single music on those albums. And yeah. I didn't even, sometimes I didn't remember their names or sometimes I would be like, I didn't know this music was from this album. Yeah, and then but I the re- moment the song comes on, you're just like jamming along, you're singing you along just, to it and you everything. You know it and it's right Absolutely. there. Did you know that the song um, Girlfriend from yeah. Avery Levin was translated into like five different languages? Including I Portuguese. I did not, actually. That sounds awesome. Avril was so famous around the globe and in Brazil mm-hmm. that she made that version of Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Yeah. in Portuguese. That Actually, I believe that she sings with a really weird accent, but she <laughs> sings it. And I love that. it's just like, even though I don't listen to it and I don't think it's a particularly good version, yeah. it gives you a little warm on the heart mm-hmm. to see how impact that she was by the brazilian people who really were her fans right but also i had a lot of influence from my dad Mm -hmm. as growing up because my dad was always into rock bands and some more hardcore stuff you could say stuff that i wouldn't listen to Mm -hmm. and one of the first bands he ever made me listen to on the radio on the car a lot of this stuff happened on the radio on the car yeah it was um, a song, I think it was uh, Back in Black by ACDC. And yes. Yes. that started a whole thing of me listening to ACDC for such a long time. And yeah. I still do. And I have a fa- one of my favorite songs is from their, that band. And they're just like so good. Mm-hmm. And I just can't explain why I like them. I just do. And that was totally my dad's influence on it because mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever have listened to it on my own if my dad right. wasn't showed me. He was like, here, listen to this. It's one of the greatest band of all times. You need to listen. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I really want them to do a show so I can go to my dad with my dad I one know, day. That right? would be a dream. Yeah. But also, I had a lot of influence from my friends because mm-hmm. I had a lot of fr- friends who would listen to pop music and then I would listen to that too. Yeah. I listened to a lot of Lady Gaga and some early Beyonce and stuff like that growing right. up. But, and like some Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, this, this, mm-hmm. those artists, pop yeah. artists, Katy Perry, a lot of Katy Perry. But when I, um, I met some friends, like I, one of my best friends, Melissa, she showed me some more of like those emo slash punk slash like slash, pop punk um, stuff yeah pop like punk the 2000s or um, more rock too right I started listening to Green Day and Licking Park yeah. because she showed me and Love I discovered it. that I really like that style of music yeah and now I listen to it and I just have this nostalgia of like mm-hmm. oh my god this yeah. music they're so good and my taste in music is very well divided because mm-hmm. I like the really cute pop stuff, but I really like the, the hardcore like, rock like stuff. Like the edgy stuff. The too. edgy. Yeah. I'm an edgy girl. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I like both. And I also like the in-between that doesn't really fit in any of those categories. Right. That are, they're like the, my Latin music, the Latin styles that we have and everything. Mm-hmm. So my, my taste in music, is it variates a lot. And it's all because I was influenced by friend and family yeah. and 
America, the American country. Yeah. See, I love that. I love that your tastes are well divided, like well balanced, because you have you know a whole spectrum that you can listen to, and you still it'll invoke that nostalgia, but it also will get you moving and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. What Thank um, you. I wanted to talk about like Brazilian music in general. Oh yes. Just because it is one of my favorite styles of music. Um, I've listened to it like more recently mm-hmm. now than before, but it's I don't know, it's just something about it that really makes me I don't know what to say. I it's like indescribable, but it's a great thing for me. I love listening to that like now mm-hmm. especially. Brazilian music has just I don't know how to explain, but it's like whenever I listen to something in Portuguese and like something that is fully Brazilian, that you like you can feel the roots on the earth. Right. You just feel like a little warmth grow up inside your heart, like exactly a flower blooming. Absolutely. I don't know. It's just it doesn't really happen with some songs in Portuguese. Like we have a style called funk and it's a lot mm-hmm. of like beat music that you dance to and right. sometimes they talk about a lot of stuff but a lot about like dancing and how women are sexy and stuff like that and how yeah. relationships and such like that right, and like right. those musics are really cool and i appreciate that they exist because mm-hmm. that's our type of pop yeah. that is growing in brazil very much now and Absolutely. we have wonderful artists doing it and they have Anita, we have Pablo Vittar. Pablo Vittar is actually a drag queen. Mm-hmm. And he represents the LGBT community so much. And he's growing a lot. Not only here, but he's also growing in other places like the US. He's doing shows and pride parades and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice to see that type of music grow in Brazil. It makes me really happy. Right. But I can't happen but love more the really deep Brazilian music. Like, I don't really listen to samba a lot. But mm-hmm. I like to listen to it because it makes me have a feeling of home and a different kind of party. Right. And Bossa Nova is just so nice to hear it. It's it like is. That's a little... my favorite like style mm-hmm. of music. Whenever I imagine Bossa Nova, I imagine like this wild um, this sun going down on the ocean and all these oranges and purples mixing right. with yellow and red. Exactly. It's just like a whole thing of color yes. just like enters. And it's just such a calm vibe. And his music can talk about anything really. Absolutely. It's just, ah, Bossa Nova is one of my favorite <laughs> Brazilian styles. And it's, it's just so, so good. nice. Right. It's so good. I wish I, tr- I would listen to it more, but I sometimes I get stuck in the same music. Yeah. But still, it's just it's just so nice. Yeah. Whenever I listen to it, even though I don't know the artist, it gives you that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, every once in a while, I'll try to expand my tastes further than mm-hmm. what I have developed already. And for some reason, I always come back to Bossa Nova music. Oh, and yes. It's so good. Bossa Nova so good. is like a smooth jazz, but better, yeah. in my opinion. It's smooth jazz, but with... A lot of swing to yes. it. Yes. It's a swing that like you can dance to that you it's it's like you can dance anywhere with it. Absolutely. And it's a good swing. Yeah. It's like the type of swing that you don't you're not like sitting down and like jumping down mm-hmm. or you're not like just like dancing a valsa or something like right. that. But you're like feeling to the music. Exactly. It's so so nice. hmm I love that. So based on that, because we talked about, you know, how Disney music shaped your life and how 
listening to American music in Brazil, as well as some Brazilian influences on how they shaped your life. Were there any pivotal moments in your life where music played like a really big role and basically, you know, helped you build your character to what it is today? Well, I can't believe that it was right around the time that I decided to, that theater was really important to me yeah. and I want to explore more and I really yeah. want to make that my career. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not, in, I'm not going uh, into musical theater, right. I love musical theater. And I started that because in my theater group, one of my friends was like, have you listened to this music yet? And I'm like, musical? No, I know that it exists, but I never really listened to any of them. Yeah, and then yeah. she showed me some clips and some musics. And the first music musical that and the first musical music that I have ever listened to, and also the first musical that I've ever been mm-hmm. was um, Wicked. Yeah. And I know that it's like it's a mixture of all every music and a lot of stuff. And I know that it's like musical music, which is mm-hmm. a totally different style than a lot right. of other things. Absolutely. But that Just had gave a me an impact. Style kind of thing. Because I never knew that there was this whole world out there that I could explore. And even though I'm not, it's not my degree currently, my right. degree is in acting for theater and film in general. Right. It's still something that like, it's on the back of my mind. Yeah. And I still listen, listen to it. And so many things are turned into musicals nowadays. Like the movie Anastasia, it has a musical. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. I listen to the soundtrack sometimes. And it's just so beautiful. And also, like, all of other music, like, Lion King has a musical, um, mm-hmm. Frozen has a music now, yeah. and even, like, Pretty Woman has a musical now. Yeah, everything's just getting made into musical adaptations Yes, now. sometimes you can think, like, oh, that's, you should stop. Like, yeah. yes, you should stop. Some, some, of them make, some of them make total sense, mm-hmm. and then some of them are, like, why? Yeah, some, sometimes you're just, like, you should stop this. But at the same time... It is something that influenced me a lot. At that mm-hmm. particular time in my life, I think I was around like 15, yeah. it opened my eyes for a whole new world that right. I did not know that existed. I love that. Um, was there anything, like any other moments where you feel like, you know, music really impacted your life? Mm, well, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like... There was a couple of moments before I was, um, I changed like classes a lot during my school year because I didn't really have much friends. Mm-hmm. And when on sixth grade, I changed it to one that I actually made friends and I stayed in there until I graduated. Yeah. And I still talk to my friends and everything. My cha- my, of course, my friends changed it within the class. Right. But I still have friends from that class and they are my best friends currently. Right. So... I have to say that before that moment, I feel like I would always listen to music whenever, not whenever I was feeling sad, but whenever I wanted some type of excitement because I didn't really have that. um, Of course, I had friends, but I didn't have friends. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your friends in class, but you have like your actual friends that you hang out outside school and stuff like that. Right. And for a long time. I didn't really have much had much of that mm-hmm. so listening to music was something that um me on my own on my room listening l- seeing a lady gaga clip yeah gave me that little excitement of like oh my god i'm gonna dance to this music i'm gonna enjoy it right and it I didn't really feel spark in you yeah so i didn't really feel that much alone because i was doing something right so in a way that wasn't like very big but it existed right 
Right. Yeah. Beautiful. And then moving on, I wanted to ask, because we've talked about so many different uh, genres and styles of music that you grew up listening to and you grew up surrounded by. Is there a specific <laughs> genre or style of music that you love, but when other people find out that you love it, they think there's no way, they cannot picture it at all? Well, I'm not sure. Um, in the sense of, there's a style of music that I really like, mm-hmm. that I have liked over the years, but I never really listened to much of it because it wasn't exactly a big thing right. around me. Yeah. But I started listening more um, now here, and I mentioned it to my friend Paige that I really liked it, and there was only this one song that I knew that was like around it because of a movie, and she was like, Listen to this al- to this album right here. See what you think. See what you think. Yeah. And I really like it. And it actually happened with two styles of music. Okay. It yeah. happened with um, I like to call it like a calm Celtic type of music that is very calm and warm. Okay. Kind of yeah. remind me of like um, Ireland and stuff like that. Right. Because I listened to it because of the movie Merida. Yeah. That uh, had that little like. Um, made in fair music or the name of the music mm-hmm. or it has like the touch the sky and it's all about like with that little instrument and it's all like so calm and so fairy tale like yeah and I sometimes I can only listen to that in in movies and I want to listen mm-hmm. to that outside of movies so Paige gave me this um, she said oh listen to this it's called uh, oh hellos it's called uh, uh, dear wormwood yeah and that's it's a great such album. a good album. Yeah. I listen to it all the time. And I don't know, when I, whenever I say, like, oh, have you listened to, like, this really calm, like, Celtic, like, fairy tale, like, music, yeah. people will list, look at me and just like, oh, what's that? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Um, okay. I think Paige, Paige showed me that album indirectly. And I listened to it. And I, like you, I fell in love with it. It's just so good. It puts you back in that imaginary sense of like, oh my god, I have wings like a fairy and I can fly yeah. wherever I want. Right. It's got this like real airy vibe to it that just makes you want to float. Mm-hmm. It like lifts you up. But also more recently, um, I've always liked rock music and yeah. a lot of people wouldn't think that I do. Because I, yeah, I was surprised... <laughs> You had such an affinity for ACDC. And I, was I like, love ACDC. Oh, that's so cool. And the thing is, like, a lot of people think that I don't because, I don't know, just, I think just because of my personality. I consider mm-hmm. myself a very sweet and gentle person. At least, I hope that I am. You anyway, are. You are. You. Um, anyways, that's how I consider myself. And I, that's how I hope people see me. Mm-hmm. And... I believe that when they see me like that, they don't really think that I would like something that is more harsh in the musical world. And recently, Paige also showed me Dance Giving Dance when I listened to yes. one of their songs. And I was like, oh my god, this is a really cool song. She was like, wait, do you like that? And I'm like, yeah. And I was never that big in metal. Yeah. But Dance Giving Dance makes metal with just plain rock, yeah. I believe. It's really melodic. It's really melodic, and I just really like it. And whenever I say to my friends, like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to this band, listen to it. They are like, you like this? This right here? And I'm like, yeah, aren't they so good? (laughs) I just don't think people expect me to like something like that. Right. Look at Paige coming in with the assists. Mm -hmm. Paige knows a lot about music. I'm really excited to hear her podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for her episode, too, because we're going to talk about so much. 
it's going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. But I love that. I love that she's showing you all those different, like, she showed you more of those styles of music that you love. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad, too. Yeah, absolutely. And then moving on from that, I wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, what music means to you now, what kind of styles you know, not invoke that nostalgia, but make you feel something great or, you know, make you feel good, make you feel bad, whatever. Um, and basically, you know, your ta- I want to talk about your tastes currently mm-hmm. as opposed to in the past and see how it evolved, how it changed, if there was a change at all. Yeah, definitely there was a slightly change. And like I said, mm-hmm. it progressed a lot because I started yeah. listening to my more of this Celtic kind of thing right. and more of this punk rock mm-hmm. and this um, punk rock I already listened to, um, this like metal, metal rock. Yeah. And um, I have to say there's something that came back with a lot of force currently mm-hmm. because I'm the US and because I don't listen to my language at all in the streets sometimes. Right. Brazilian music is being a huge influence for me now. Yeah. Because whenever you listen to something, even if it's not even Brazilian, even if it's a Spanish, Spanish has been a big influence in me because it has that, I don't know how to explain, that jing, the like... It has that feeling. It has of a groove home. to it. Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. has the groove. It has the melody. It has mm-hmm. the beat that you listen to and you just want to dance to it. Absolutely. And it makes me feel like I'm home when I'm far away from it. Yeah. And it just been really big currently. There's a style of music in Brazil that I really like that mm-hmm. is their type of um, bands and rock bands, you could say. Yeah. And I don't know how to explain this style. We just call it Brazilian popular music. Yeah. And it's it's this band called Legion Urbana, mm-hmm. and it's called Urban Legion. Urban Legion, yeah. 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 And it's just so good because they they don't really ex- exist anymore, mm-hmm. but their music is just so good. Yeah. It just makes me feel so nice, and it's a music it's a type of music music that came around when my parents were my age right when my parents are my age brazilian was um in a dictatorship mm-hmm. so it was a type of music that was trying to break through the barriers of the um, uh when they were like no you can't talk about this no you can't talk sing about right. that no you can't do this no you can't do it that. was rebellious it was a rebellion type of music mm-hmm. And it was just so nice. I believe they came around when dictatorship was still a thing. Or it was right after it. So the rebellious feeling is still there. And whenever I listen to it, I feel so nice. Because even though I'm not rebelling, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm talking about my country every time. Or listening to my country speak every time I'm listening to it. That's something that I'm listening to a lot now. I do listen to a lot of current artists that I really like, like Dance Gavin Dance, and mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of Billie Eilish yeah. And, yeah. and stuff like that. And that sometimes I have these moments that I want to feel a little bit of warm and calmness, mm-hmm. and I listen to just straightly Disney songs and animated songs. Right. Like songs from animations yeah. that I know that there is a good message behind it. And if it's not a good message, I know what's coming after that song mm-hmm. is going to be good. Yeah. Like, for example, in The Hunchback of Notre Dame, the music Hellfire, it's so harsh, but yeah. it's such a good music. Yeah, like, the symphony song. and all the chorus and everything, it's so good, so nice. Not nice, but, like, it's so cool to listen to it. Right. And I know that it talks about, like, some really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Not bad stuff, but it talks about trying to destroy someone. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, that's a little harsh, but the music is so 
cool to listen to and I know that what comes right after it is that they managed to um, not destroy this person they managed to save everyone right. so it gives you that feeling of calmness and everything is going to be alright yeah. with the world I love that and then based off of that what are your thoughts on the current landscape of music like how where do you feel music is heading do you think it's heading it's on a trajectory for great path or do you feel like there are parts where we can improve on and well i think like the current music landscape we have a lot of good things we have a lot of like good people working out yeah, there definitely. we have a lot of good soundtracks from movies we have mm-hmm. a lot of people doing really good jobs yeah. and creating really really good stuff especially because mm-hmm. like i never really paid attention much to scores in movies until i met our friend ethan and he just showed me so much of like what the music landscape was in the scores of movies and i was like oh yeah. my god there's so many people doing so much good things out there exactly yeah but then there absolutely. are also like artists who are using a ton of voice tune and a mm-hmm. ton of effects and a ton yeah. of this and a ton of that and right. i feel like that takes a little bit away of the magic of mm-hmm. what music can be absolutely when you add so many edits into it and i know mm-hmm. that editing it's a good thing to do with music yeah. because it makes everything sounds really nice. Yeah. But when you add too many effects on top of something, right? It, you lose that spark. You lose the spark, and I feel like that's a, what a lot of mm-hmm. artists are doing currently. Yeah. See, I think there's a separation between just using effects for the sake of using effects and using effects as art. Because mm-hmm. a lot of artists, like you mentioned, Billie Eilish, she uses effects and like all that kind of stuff in a really, really creative she way. She really uses it nicely. She exactly. creates art while doing it. Absolutely. And I yeah. feel like a lot of artists are doing it and I don't know, it's almost like a feeling they're trying to mask their own voices. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good feeling. Yeah. Especially with autotune too. Autotune sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Unless, sometimes, well, barely, it can be used in a, right, in a creative way. Yes. But for the most part, the way people are using it now. It's just too much. No, absolutely. Like, I know that it's good, like, when you're listening to a track on your headphones, you yeah. want it to be perfect. So I understand why to use voice tune in order to make, like, oh, that little tiny mistake that I did on this line, mm-hmm. that's corrected with voice tune, so I don't have to record the whole thing again in yeah. hopes to do it See, right. See, I hate that. I hate it. I hate when people use auto-tune to cover up mistakes or fix mistakes instead of, you know, in a more creative Mm-hmm. Field. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it's just like one little thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like I understand everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. But if you are an artist and you are in the pressure of giving perfection, mm-hmm. I kind of understand when you cover one mistake, yeah. like one <laughs> that you did with your voice and one music with voice right. tune. I don't understand why you would use in the whole song. Exactly. So, I think we talked about all we needed to talk about, which was some very engaging conversation. I loved it. But now it is time for the lightning round. Cool. Are you ready? Uh, sure. Awesome. 11 questions, 11 answers. Let's do right. this. So, starting with number one, 
Your favorite current artist? Uh, I have two. I have okay. a band and an artist. So、yeah. that would be Billie Eilish and Dance Gavin Dance. Love it. Beautiful. And do you have like favorite songs from them? Uh, I don't know. I mean, just like, like just a song that off the top of your head. There is a song、much. from、um, Dance Gavin Dance called "Care." I really、yes. like that song. Yes. It's so weird because I listen to Dance Gavin Dance Gavin Dance like in a row. So sometimes I don't, I don't catch the name of the songs, but I really like that one specifically. Yeah, absolutely. And Billie Eilish. Oh, what's the name of that song? Ugh, I forgot.、Um, Um, yeah, I'm thinking of it. Lifeline. Wait, wait. Let me take a look here, because if I see the name, I will definitely remember. Ah, that. I was, I was saying it to you, but I remember. Let me see. It's fine. I let Harper do that. Research is fine. I think it's burying a fr- burying a friend, burying a friend, <laughs> burying a friend from、okay. Billie Eilish. I really like that song. I、awesome. listen to it a lot of the time. Yeah. Awesome. Then moving to number two, your favorite artist, but from the past. Okay, I have like three. I can't choose. That's fine. That I、um, I didn't expect you to choose. This is all. These are really、mm-hmm. really open ended. I have Avril Lavigne. Yes. That is an artist that I really really like, and I listen to her all the fucking time. There he goes, f bombs. <laughs>、uh, I really like ACDC. That's for sure. Hell yeah. My dad's influence, and I listen. I stopped for a while.、Mm-hmm. I listened to for a long time a lot of Queen. Queen、yes. is very good, and it's some music that also was an influence from my parents. My parents、mm-hmm. both, both my mom and my dad,、yeah. and it's just so cool. I listened to it so much that I got tired of it.、Mm-hmm. And I had to stop for a while,、yeah. and then I, I'm slightly coming back to it. Absolutely, and even their oh, Queen's story just、mm-hmm. in general. Oh, like, the movie was so in, good. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody was so good, but also like each band member's individual stories, as well as how、mm-hmm. they got together and everything. So cool. Awesome, and then moving on to number three, the last concert you attended and your favorite concert that you've been to. I think the last concert that I attended, like last to last that I can remember,、yeah. was actually、um, a punk rock drag queen show that I went by an art drag queen called Adore Delano. Okay, and she's. Amazing! She sings both <laughs> pop and punk rock, and I really like her.、Yeah. I discovered her from RuPaul's Drag Race, and I went、yeah. to her show with a couple of friends some time ago. It's been a while since、yeah. I've been to a show. Right, right, right. And oh no, actually, the last show that I've been was at Sheeran. I forgot. I went there with my friend. Where did you see at Sheeran? Uh, it was um, I think it was first semester, and here. Wow! And my friend Arthur, who is also Brazilian, he's、yeah. here in Colombia, studying filmmaking. Right. He was like, "I have an extra show. I have an extra extra ticket for an editorial show. Do you want to go with me?" And I was like,、Damn. "Sure." So I went, and I like editorial, but I never thought I was going to go to his show. Yeah. And it was just a, such a fun show because、yeah. he do everything on his own. He do, yeah. Yeah. Amber and I talked about that on the first episode. He does, you know, all the guitar looping and like everything does, by himself, and it's so cool it's, to see. It was really good show. I remember those both shows that being my last because one、yeah. was my last in Brazil and the other one was my last here. here. Yeah. So yeah, the Shining Show was my last show and was so fun, so、yeah. nice. And、um, the one of my favorite shows to go, I believe, it was my Bon Jovi show. 
It was just Love so it. good. I remember my parents just appeared out of nowhere and they were like, hey, we got three tickets to see Bon Jovi. You're coming with us. And <laughs> I, I was like, it. I'm doing what? And I didn't even listen yeah. to Bon Jovi at that time. But right, I right. started listening to it after. Yeah. And it was just so cool. The good thing, it was that we were sitting down. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to stand up. Because yeah. that show was really a show to be like sitting down and listening to the music. Especially because um, he was also sitting down. Mm-hmm. He's a very old man. Yeah. He was sitting down singing. Yeah. And I remember that my parents told me that, like, he's such a good artist, but his voice is not 100% currently. Uh, no, his voice sounds shot. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, especially now. He's old. We can't he really do anything much about not. it. I mean, it, and plus, he's been screaming like that uh-huh. for decades. Years. But it was just such a good show. Absolutely. That, like, even though he wasn't at his 100%, mm-hmm. I felt like as if, as if he was giving everything that he got. Absolutely. Yeah, that was my first show. My first really? ever concert as a child. That's so nice. was Bon Jovi. I was seven years old. But this was when his voice was still like great and mm-hmm. like in prime condition. Oh, you, you heard him on his prime. Yeah. This was like 2007, 2008. It was so good. I loved that show. And then moving on to number four, one artist that you could bring back from death. Well, Avril Lavigne, since she's actually dead and her clone is actually alive. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the singer of Looking Park, uh, Chester, Chester Charles. Chester Benjamin, I was yeah. so sad when he passed. Yeah. I, was, I was devastated because Looking Park was such a big part of me and my mm-hmm. friendship with yeah. one of my friends. Especially people our age like mm-hmm. growing up in the 2000s lincoln park was such a massive force i was so sad when he passed mm-hmm. but also i would also bring back freddie mercury yeah. because that man deserves to be alive today and up and singing and running and doing whatever the hell he wants to do absolutely and it makes me really sad that he's not i could never yeah. see one of his shows i would give, I would give anything to mm-hmm. see a show by queen a queen show the original absolutely queen. i yes I would love that. All right, number five. The number one song that we could find on your road trip playlist. Well, my road trip playlist is not made by songs that I really love. It's made by songs that will keep me pumped. On and, the road, yeah. Yes. And no, that's, that's the same way with me. <laughs> and currently, there is a song called Summer Boys mm-hmm. that is like all about summer boys. And it's so like high up energy. <laughs> and I think it was in the movie Aquamarine. Okay. And it's just a song that I listen a lot with the girls, uh, my my roommates and my friends, Paige and Rachel. And yeah. it just, oh my God, that song, always <laughs> when I'm listening to it, I, have, I feel my energy go high up and I'm just like singing and listening to it. So I feel like it would be a song that I can't miss in a road trip. Absolutely. Love that. Okay. And then number six. And this might be a little hard for you because we talked about like mm-hmm. a lot of different ones, but is there a least preferred style of music or genre that you feel like you have your least preferred pretty much i don't like rap okay rap is not really my thing and yeah. i know that it's like a form of art and mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that goes into it and so many thing, different things yeah and there are a couple of songs with rap that i really like right but i don't really like it the okay. style in general but that's just me yeah is it more like old versus new stuff for you or is it no it's just a matter of style really yeah. i don't really like the type of music but for example 
you know, um, Hamilton. Yeah. The whole music is about rapping, and they are rapping all the time and yeah. doing rap and mixing mixed with musical music. Right. And I really love that music, and I yeah. love to listen to their music. I feel like it's so good, mm -hmm. and the music in the height, the musical in the heights too has a rap on it, and yeah. it's just so good. Right. But like, the current general scene of rap with the all the rap artists are mm -hmm. just not my thing okay yeah it's not my thing either mm -hmm. i mean i love the old stuff yeah new stuff there are some yeah they're trying they're opening to a whole new general genre of rap in my opinion it's just Absolutely. a general that i don't really like yeah and then number seven a song that can make you cry instantly or make you feel you know really sad or like just have you like hit you in the feels Real quick. There is the song She by, um, I think it's Elvis Costello. Yes. That song has yes. a really beautiful story behind it for me because it was the song that my mom walked down the aisle <gasps> with when she was marrying my dad. Adorable. And in Brazil, we do something that is like a quinceanera, but like for a bunch of girls. And mm -hmm. like usually like the country clubs do it. Yeah. And my country club did one and I wanted to do it and I did. Yeah. And my mom... She didn't really have much money growing up, so she never mm -hmm. could have a 15-year-old 15, 15 birthday party yeah. like so many girls and I did. Right. So I wanted to, so my, I wanted to make like that special to her, and my dad gave me the idea. So when there is a part on the ceremony that she walked down the staircase, and your park gets you, yeah. and then you bring it to your parents, and they right. take photos, and then you receive a, a jewelry box with some kind of jewelry that's from the whole event, yeah. and you take photos, and it's like your presentation. All the in the old days, it would be seen as your presentation to the society, mm -hmm. but they just they have it now as just like you're walking down it there yeah. with your white dress, being like, oh my god, right. I'm, I'm a woman. It now is not all about like presenting your kids to the society. It's mm -hmm. about her having fun with her friends. Absolutely. Yeah. And we chose a music. Mm -hmm. And I chose She by Elvis Costello. And I did that as a surprise for my mom. Oh my and she didn't know. And she was crying so much. And I was crying so much. <laughs> and I'm tearing up now only oh by my remembering God, it's beautiful. it. Beautiful. And it's just a music that whenever I hear it, it strikes that feeling. And I know that I could cry if I really mm -hmm. wanted to. Love that. And then piggybacking off of that, um, number eight, a song that you can't stop dancing to. It just makes you feel really happy, really upbeat, really like, you know, just mm -hmm. uplifting in a sense. There is a music that was made by a couple of different artists, and one in Brazil and a couple of different in Latin America yeah. called Machica. Okay. And it's like a song. It's a very upbeat song. Part of it is in Sp It's all in Spanish, I believe. And I remember when I hear it, I don't know if a lot of people like that song, mm -hmm. but it's a song that whenever I hear it, I can't help but dance to it and yeah. go with the beat. And it's just such a nice song that reminds me a lot of home, but it also reminds me a lot of the parties that I used to go. Yeah, and yeah. I love that good feeling of like dancing to the beat and not really even worrying about what the lyrics are saying. I love that. Beautiful. Moving on to number nine. And ooh, I'm excited about this one. <coughs> Um, your favorite movie soundtrack and your favorite movie score because they're different things. I'm not exactly sure what's the difference in between okay. in between them. So can you explain to me real quick? Yeah, sure. A soundtrack is like just a compilation of songs, mm -hmm. you know, mixed together. Um, the score is like what you get in mm -hmm. under like the dialogue and stuff. So you when you hear just the instrumentation in some uh, movies. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. you know, you just have that background kind of instrumentation. All right. And then a soundtrack is basically like songs written for 
that movie? Okay. So for a soundtrack, I have two, and yeah. for a score, I have one. Okay. For score, I have to say that um, I never really thought much about it. Then yeah. again, until I met a guy in the called Ethan Hammock. And then yes. we saw Wrecking for a Dream together. And yes. that soundtrack is just so much. It is wild. It hits you so hard. And it was one of the only only movies that I really paid attention to where the music was located at every single yeah, shot. absolutely. It was one of the first ones that I really noticed yeah. that. It kind of forces you to, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I really have to say that currently this is one of my favorite soundtracks. Mm -hmm. But that's probably because... I haven't listened to that closely to other ones. Yeah. Just this one was the most closely that I have listened to. Absolutely. But it is. Yeah. And for... Um, that was Core, sorry. Mm -hmm. For Soundtrack, yeah. um, I have um, the, corp the Corpse Bride. Okay. That has the most beautiful piano music that... I consider that a soundtrack because they... Um, play it during the movie like yeah, together yeah, yeah. on the piano right, right and there is one called the victor's theme and there is another one that is the piano duet mm -hmm. and those are just such beautiful songs and they are oh, not wonderful. completed on right. both musics they are yeah. interrupted or they don't continue all the way through mm -hmm. so i remember that i spent such a long time searching for their full on length and they have yeah. youtube videos with it now they are not exactly official but it exists right and they such a beautiful piano is such a beautiful instrument and that mm -hmm. was one of the movies that really made me realize that right but also soundtrack in the sense of like more music upbeat i would say that coco is one of my favorites of all times because yeah. the music coco just it speaks a lot to me like i said before right coco is yeah in my opinion one of the greatest soundtracks it the just, greatest animated soundtracks it just has such a time. good feeling and they mm -hmm. managed to take so much of that culture and show it to the world and right. i think they did it in a really right way yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not from the mexican culture so i would have to ask people who are from there from there but i believe that they really showed something really really mm -hmm. yeah especially the it. themes that those songs and the movie itself invoked mm -hmm. was just so beautiful so beautiful mm-hmm love that and then moving on to number 10 your favorite era of music or you know if you had to pick a decade or an era to like be immersed in that music scene which would it be i think it would be the early 2000s yeah because it just speaks so much to me although mm -hmm. i really like the 80s music scene yeah the early 2000s just have that little thing of like this is home yeah plus it was such a big it was scene a, of different genres it was a merge styles. of everything yeah. it was a it was pretty much a melting pot just mm -hmm. of so many different things yeah i love that and then number 11 the final question your greatest album and this is your opinion um and it's not an album that you know you like a couple of the songs on it and you're like ooh, the, that it's cool you know it's like an album that you every can song. listen to <laughs> yeah you love every song you can listen to that album on repeat throughout like and never get tired of it that would be Avril Lavigne the best damn thing yes. that album I know every <laughs> single song in the album I believe yeah. I love every single song in that album I yeah. just can listen to it on repeat for hours on end and love it's just that. so nice oh, and I know so that sick. it's not like oh my god Queen or oh my god ACDC or something mm -hmm. or something more I don't know um, Frank Sinatra yeah but it's just 
is something that was a huge influence on me as Absolutely. a kid. So yeah. I just can't help but listen to it. I love that. And then with that, that caps off our lightning round. And we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> me. I, I learned so much <laughs> more about you than I like than I knew before. Thank you so much for inviting so me. This is a huge honor. Oh, absolutely. And now before we part ways, yeah, I'm just going to ask, you know, you to tell the people what you have going on in your life, what you're currently doing, what you're looking forward to in the future and all that kind of stuff. Well, what I'm currently doing is that I'm working a lot into getting internships. Yeah. Because as we all know, it's a little difficult to stay in the US. So I'm looking for internships in hopes to later on find a job in the casting directing world. Wow. Okay. So yeah. maybe I can get, you know, a visa and everything and right, right. be able to stay. So I'm working a lot on that. Nice. But I'm also trying to work and collect information to work on my demo mm-hmm. because as a see if I really want to go into the business of voice acting, yeah. I need to have several different demos. Like with, a portfolio. Yeah, like a little things. portfolio of different styles and different genres. So I need yeah. to I'm collecting that and I'm trying to find as many options as I can. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Anything else that you want the people to know? Um, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I will put the tags up there and all that kind of stuff. But, no, but yeah. really, people, just listen to the music that makes you feel good. Try to... Don't listen to the music that everyone's listening just because everyone's listening. Listen to what you want. No one can judge you by your music taste. If you like that, you like that. And you should listen to it. Never be ashamed of what you like. Hell yes. There are no guilty pleasures. I don't believe in guilty pleasures because, honestly, it's just bullshit. (laughs) It is bullshit. If you like it, you like it. If you like it, you like it. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody tell you what to do, especially on your music taste. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. And to everyone listening, again, thank you for doing so. You do not know how much this means to me. I love you all. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.